Welcome to Let's Talk Cake. I'm Carrie. And I'm Savannah. And thanks for joining us on today's episode, which is the last episode of our first season. Cakes can truly just steal the show of a party. I approach mixing frosting the same way that I would mix paint. I'm ready to do more. I need to do more. Send me your cake recipes. Send me everything you have. I Send me everything. You know, baking is, it's such a craft. All of your senses are involved and it's such an expression and it's cozy and it's so rewarding. Honestly, I'm sure everyone has been touched by cake in some way. Hi, you guys. Thanks for joining us on today's episode of Let's Talk Cake, a podcast by cakers for cakers. I'm Savannah and I'm here with my mom, Carrie, and together we own the dessert studio in Utah. So this week in the bakery, one of my favorite things that we did was a little celebration pair of cakes and some cupcakes. And the theme was the little blue truck. And I don't know if most of you have heard of the little blue truck, but I'd never heard of it before. And so as I was looking, I discovered that it's a book. And I think Savannah thought it might be a TV show, too. I thought it was a cartoon, but I have no idea. Maybe it's both. Anyway, it was so cute, and it was this little old truck, and I guess the stories are about how it carries things. (laughs) Anyway, it was darling, and the cakes turned out so cute, and what a cute theme for a little birthday party. Yeah, for sure. So that was fun, and then we also ended the weekend with three wedding cakes, and they were big wedding cakes. We had two four-tiers and a three-tier and they were each just so different and unique. <laughs> and, yeah, they, there yeah. was nothing about them that was the same except like the size, perhaps. Yeah. Um, one of them was for uh, one of them was red and gold, and the whole place was decked out in um, beautiful Chinese decorations, and it was so interesting. When it was sitting in our fridge, I thought, "Oh man, is this really what they wanted?" But once you got it there in the setting, it fit right in, and it looked perfect. Yeah. That is so true about setting because, like, yeah, as we were making it, we were just like, I don't know, like, red buttercream. Are they going to hate this? (laughs) And, like, it was exactly what they spelled out for us to do in the consultation, but still it was just like, oh, my, like, this is so interesting. But then the setting was perfect for it, and it just fit right in. So that is definitely one thing. I feel like that can kind of relate to the episode we talked to Party with Carly And she is a party planner. And so she just talked about how the cake is the centerpiece of a party. But everything that is around it needs to definitely work together. And, yeah, I feel like you can definitely create a unique and special atmosphere if everything is working together. And and when we brought that red cake, it definitely worked together. So it was cool to see. (laughs) Yeah, it actually fit right in and looked really beautiful. So... Sometimes we have to just go with it and not second-guess ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, it was a good week, and we got a lot done. And then next week we, I guess, yeah, next week we won't be saying this week in no. the bakery. So we'll <laughs> give you a sad. little teaser. Next week we were asked to be part of something that isn't about cake, so it wouldn't have really fit on the podcast. But we're going to be doing, I think, about fifteen or 1,600 caramel apple cookies next week. So take a deep breath, get a good night's sleep, because it's going to be quite a week. And you know how much Savannah likes cookies. (laughs) No, not even a little bit, but 
mom was working on the recipe for this cookie and it was actually super good so I am excited just because it is a unique flavor and and it'll be yummy but yeah, yeah it was actually kind of exciting to take around some samples to some people and actually have come up with something that people seem to like and so we'll see how it goes because it is a contest that we're entering so yeah I don't know it's called the Utah taste off and so the whole idea is to just kind of give out sample boxes of different categories and this and one is the fall cookies yep this is so. the fall cookies so yeah we, yeah, we created this mom created this recipe i can't take any credit mom created this recipe for it and hopefully it'll go well yeah it uh we've never been in a contest quite like this before so we'll see how it goes yeah. <laughs> i have no expectations but <laughs> i'll probably eat a cookie so there's that there's that <laughs> Anyway, for our last episode, we decided that we wanted to share a few of the questions and comments that we've gotten over the season. We've already shared some of them with you throughout the season, so we won't we won't do those again. But there were a few that we haven't shared with you. And I just want to say how much we have appreciated the questions and comments that we've gotten. It helps us know that that what we're doing is actually reaching people. And so thank you thank you for all of your participation this season and yeah it's been it's been fun yeah, it's been more along, than I expected yeah along with that kind of like what you were just saying more than you expected it was cool just this whole time over these what 30 episodes Are yeah about 30? that yeah I think we're about 30 <laughs> um but so many people just kind of reached out and it wasn't even necessarily like a question or anything but it was just like talking about where they're at in their cake journey and and just like it was just awesome to see just that people are in so many different spots along their journey and along their business journey and all of that but that just everything all works together and everything that people have to say that we've interviewed they it just helps them in some way and so it's just been really cool to see just the community that has been built and yeah. has become stronger and that everyone is just so willing to help and it's been so cool just to see so many of you get your cottage kitchen license and tell us about it and open up the business that you've wanted to for so long and tell us about it. It's just been so inspiring just to see so many people go after their dreams. Yes, and along those lines, we also really want to send out a gigantic thank you to those who were willing to be interviewed on the podcast because especially toward the beginning of the podcast, those of you who agreed to it had no idea what you were getting into. The later ones at least could listen to an episode or two and kind of know what the expectations were. But for those, especially at the beginning, who jumped on board and said okay before they had any idea what was even going to happen we just appreciate all of you so much for sharing your stories and for making time to talk to us because it really has been so fun to get to know so many of you so we really appreciate it and just a little side note um I have so enjoyed watching Brian on the Halloween Bake Off, and sadly, he was eliminated this week, but, but he did so good, and he's a home baker, and he's got his own little niche, and he just went on there and was doing things that I think were pretty far out of his comfort zone, and he just did it so well, and was a smile on his face, and it was just so fun to watch him, and along that same line... Emerly from Sugar Rush, who we also interviewed earlier this season, is going to be on the Christmas holiday baking show on 
Food Network. So tune in and watch her too. So I feel like we're brushing shoulders or at least talking <laughs> through the internet with celebrities here. So it's been kind of fun. Yeah, for sure. And just going back to Brian, because when we interviewed him, he was just talking so much about how he's just a hobby baker. That's it. He's just doing it for fun. And now look at him. He went on Food Network and he did so well. He went a long ways and yeah. it was just, yeah, I mean, really, we can handle anything we put our minds to you guys. And and, and attitude plays a big part in that yeah. because Brian just has such a great attitude and such a great, like, he's always cheerful. And yeah. you could really see that come through on the episodes, even when things weren't going great. There was one episode where he, it was a team challenge and there was a misunderstanding between him and his um team member and he just was handled it with with such grace and it was just it was really it was really cool to see and I just thought yeah we know him (laughs) (laughs) so anyway thank you to all of you who let us invade your space for a little bit and share your stories with us so yeah for sure all right so we'll get to some of these comments and questions so we got the question what kind of cake do you recommend for someone who doesn't like anything too sweet and I like that question a lot because I'm not a big sweet person either. Um, I don't know where she came from. <laughs> she doesn't like chocolate either, so no, I, I don't really like don't know where she came from. <laughs> but yeah, so that is a really good question. And for us, we actually have several flavors on our menu that that appeal to lots of people who kind of prefer more savory than sweet. And so... Um, for us, we have a pistachio cake that's really good. I think that's one of mom's favorites, right? It is, actually, which is funny because it is definitely not on the sweeter side. But it's just so, I don't know, it's just so, the the flavors are so deep. Yeah. The pistachio is just so yummy. For sure. Carrot cake, that's what I had at my wedding. I love carrot cake with cream cheese it doesn't feel too sweet and it's just really good the cream cheese filling on both of those cakes kind of cuts through the sweet also and so gives it a little tang so those are those are probably our two options if people were to ask us what we would serve for someone who doesn't love sweets popular for non-sweet people but yeah definitely just get in the kitchen and just explore new flavors because that's Like I said, I can't take too much credit for any (laughs) recipes that we create, but mom is really good at just taking the time to just create really tasteful cakes and desserts and just make it really good. And so, yeah, I would definitely just recommend taking the time to just be in the kitchen and not worry about artistic side of anything. Just worry about flavor profile. And that can be artistic, too. Yeah, it can. But In fact, when we talked to Jasmine Ray from Jasmine Ray Cakes, she talked about some of her flavor profiles. And she goes all in. I mean, she's yeah. way more than me on, like, developing she's things like, that aren't sweet. I think she was talking about a candied onion cake, yeah, right? Yeah, Which sounds pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so, yeah, there's all kinds of things you can do. And yeah. so... Yeah, just experiment. It's it's kind of fun. And, you know, if you have some people who are honest with you, you, d- you do need people who aren't just going to be yes men and say, yeah, that was great, as they turn their head and spit it into a napkin. So you need people that are going to tell you the truth. So. Yeah. But honestly, like, I think just last week we were talking with Leslie Vigil about how the boundaries have been pushed for buttercream specifically, buttercream cakes. So I feel like the boundaries can definitely be pushed for just flavor profiles of cakes. I think so many people have in their minds that cake is 
this and that you know it's just for dessert or something yeah but yeah like really we can push the boundaries on so many things regarding cake and flavors can definitely be one of those so kind of for this week's challenge (laughs) let's all get in the kitchen and make some new flavors and you actually have a few a few weeks to do this because we're not going to be around for a little while so take your time and come up with some new some new flavors yeah all right. So the next question was, what kind of buttercream do you recommend for frosting cakes? And so in the ba- in our bakery, we use Swiss meringue buttercream, and we love it. It's so good. It's so silky. It's so buttery, and it's just, I don't know. It's my favorite frosting for sure. But I have to say, after talking with Christina from Bakasaurus, I am very curious to try her hybrid recipe. She was yeah. talking about how she mixes a Swiss meringue buttercream with an American buttercream, and it gives her a texture that she really likes and that she really likes working with. So, um, yeah, that made me curious to give it a try and see see how it works for what we do. Yeah, that's another thing, too, because there are so many options for just the buttercream itself. And so, yeah, I mean, we could take months and months and months of just experimenting with everything regarding cake. But that is definitely another thing, too. Just get in the kitchen and try a new buttercream recipe or try something different, whether, yeah, whatever it may be. But just take the time because I feel like so much of all of this is just taking the time to discover what you like as a baker and as an artist and And what you can offer because we all have something that we can offer other people and so um yeah experimenting is where we discover what we do maybe a little differently than someone else yeah for sure and then we got another question so this was actually i was just talking to some cake people and um they were asking how it's going to be when I have the little baby. Also, I don't think I've said, but we're yeah. having a girl. <laughs> yeah, so we're having a baby girl in February. So Okay, so I'm going to interrupt this question for just a second because I want to tell them about how you did your gender reveal because it was so <laughs> cute. Okay, so they had everybody come to their new little house, and it's darling, and they've just decorated it so cute on the outside. And so we were all in the front yard. They had put a new door in. It's just so cute <laughs> what they've done with their house. Anyway, so we're all there, and they had two giant black balloons, and so the plan was to pop them, and whatever confetti came out, blue or pink, would be what they were having. So we're all waiting anxiously for the balloons to be popped and to see whether they're going to have a little boy or a little girl, and they popped the balloons, and nothing came out. (laughs) And so everyone was like, oh no, did they make a mistake? Did the balloon plays goof or something? And so... Um, then their dog <laughs> came running out of the house, and he's a really cute black and white dog, and all of the white parts were pink. <laughs> Bright pink. It was so stinking cute. So, yeah, we had... So tell them how you pulled that off. Because, <laughs> like, wow, Mom, I've got this frog. I'm oh, like, she's my today. daughter. Because, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's just the very, like, like everyone does it kind of that way you know just the balloons and that's totally good it's a cute way to do it but we just wanted to you know take it a step further I think they wanted to include their dog (laughs) include our dog confuse everyone for a minute (laughs) so yeah we just blew up balloons ourselves and then we assigned my cousin actually to um paint 
Gus, the dog. <laughs> and so she knew the gender before anyone else did, and she got the... Savannah and her husband didn't even know the gender. They gave the little envelope yeah. to, to my niece, and she took care of it. So yep. Savannah and Steve were finding out the same time as the rest <laughs> of us. <laughs> we did know that Gus would be running out with whatever color it was, but it was really funny just to see everyone just like oh no what's going on and then out comes Gus bright pink it was so cute <laughs> anyway back to the question it was funny yeah but anyway so yeah we were just talking about like how it'll be when I have the baby and all of that um and so honestly I can't say I know exactly how it will be I think um my mom and I were just talking the other day like we'll just kind of plan accordingly as orders start coming in for around February because that's when the babies do so um I'll take what maybe several weeks off <laughs> yeah yeah for sure she'll take some time off so whatever we take will need to be something that that I can manage and uh yeah because she'll need to have some time to rest and to take care of her sweet little new baby and so but it is very nice just because I mean it is just my parents basement and so we've got I mean little baby girl will just be coming with me to work and we've already bought some stuff to you know like a a play pen and a little swing and stuff that we can have here at the bakery so so we'll just adjust as we go I did wedding cakes with four little kids and so I know it can be done it's just a matter of budgeting things and doing things making sure that we're not over doing things because which right now I think we are. <laughs> like, if we had a baby, I don't know if, I don't know if we'd be able to handle it all right now, just because our weekends lately have been insane. But they have been. We'll make it work. We'll make it work, and who knows? Maybe down the road we'll hire somebody to help pick up some of the slack on some of the stuff and yeah. keep. Because we do want to keep growing. We just want to grow in a way that affords us the ability to enjoy. A daughter and a granddaughter. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So, yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. Next season, I'll keep you updated on how it's going. But right now, we'll just kind of play it by ear and it'll... It'll all work out. I mean, think of all of the mothers that we've interviewed. Yeah. I mean, mean, everyone... So many Everyone can do it. You just need to budget in your own time and your own life and figure out what works for you so and really I I discovered with kids of my own and doing it and I did it when I was pregnant too so I I shouldn't have said I did it with four kids I started out doing it with two kids and then finished with four kids but um, you just it's it's really all about just kind of learning how to make it work and it's possible yeah she'll do great for sure so let's see what else did we get we, let's see, sorry, I'm trying to... Right there. Okay. We got a comment from someone saying, I love the podcast. It's been so inspiring hearing how other bakers got started and makes me realize I can do it too. And, and I love it. Yeah, that is exactly what this is all about, is discovering what we can do that maybe we didn't know we could do. And um, all of you have helped inspire people and have helped inspire us. Yeah, for sure. So thank you so much just for each and every one of you. And I mean, yeah, we're all just proving to each other that we can do it and we can do hard things in the cake world and we can make a name for ourselves. And and so I just think it's so cool and inspiring. And especially for someone just starting out, I think 
that's what they need to hear too. <clears throat> it's the morning, guys. <laughs> My throat is still waking up, I think. So we'll just take a second. We'll both clear our throats. Cause <laughs> um, but yeah, seriously, I think it's just been so cool to just learn from other people and just be able to see that, okay, they did it. I can do it too. And I'm going to figure out my own way to do it and I'll be good at it because we all, like I said, we all can do it. And we've said it many times over the course of this season, but it bears repeating again because it is so true. This has got to be probably the most supportive, helping each other and not being competitive community I've ever seen. I mean, honestly, the, the willingness of people to share trade secrets and tips and discoveries and and things that you've done is just so amazing. And I I honestly am so proud to be part of of this community and so surprised, honestly, with how great everybody is and how helpful everybody is. And so, yeah, we've said it before, but good job, guys. Good job. <laughs> A high five to all of you because it's pretty amazing what everybody's done. For sure. So the last comment that we wanted to share this morning was this one and I thought this was kind of interesting. I didn't think I'd be interested in a podcast about cake. I'm not a baker and I don't own a bakery, but I have really liked looking at Sweet Lion. I have always really liked looking at Sweet Lionheart's Instagram, so when I saw she'd been on the podcast, I decided to listen. Now I'm binge listening to the rest while I sit at my desk job and I'm so entertained by all these talented people. I'm proof you don't have to be a cake maker to enjoy the podcast. And I I like that too because that's something that my mom has said too. My mom is not. My mom made a sour cream chocolate cake for all of our birthdays. It was the same cake for every birthday and we loved it. But it was never decorated. It was just candles on top and so she's not even close to a cake decorator. But she has loved. I mean every week when I go visit my mom and dad, she's just talking about the person that we interviewed that week and it's so cute and it's just so it I mean I think that it does have appeal beyond cake makers I mean obviously cake makers are going to gain more from it for their business but but all of you are just so entertaining that people that aren't cake makers have enjoyed listening to you too so yeah for sure and I think that's cool just because like I mean cake really is an art form and people just appreciate art and so and the process of yeah art. the process and the creativity behind it and that's just what cake makers do and so I feel like it really can be enjoyable for people who aren't in the kitchen baking all the time while they listen yeah for sure so again thank you to all of you who have listened thank you to all of you who have been guests on the show thank you to Savannah who has sat across the table from me and sometimes tried not to laugh at something I've said or (laughs) at the frog in my throat or, you know, (laughs) some of the silliness that has happened. But it's been a pleasure doing this with her. And thanks so much to Corey. Corey, you guys, owes we owe all we all owe Corey a thanks because this all came about 100 percent because of Corey. We would never have done this on our own without him. So thank you to Corey, who had the idea that we should do a podcast in the first place and then has helped make it happen week after week, whether it's been convenient or not. And so, yeah, it's been it's been fun. Mom's getting teary-eyed. <laughs> Mom's not getting teary-eyed. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it really has been just an awesome experience. And, yeah, it's 
it's crazy that it's coming to an end. I mean, first season at least. But, yeah. But we're excited just to get the holidays going and yeah we figured it was a good time family time and so it'll be good but we will miss you guys and we are super excited to get back into it um come next season and yeah we've said it before but we've got some fun things coming up next season yeah we've actually already got a few people that are lined up to help us get the season rolling next season and they're good ones so it's gonna be it's gonna be another good season and we're excited to come back but we're also excited for Thanksgiving and Christmas. Oh my gosh. And <laughs> Don't even get me started. And all those good things. I so. want Thanksgiving right now. <laughs> Savannah's been asking me. I don't know if it's because of pregnancy, but Savannah has asking me has been asking me for weeks. Can we do Thanksgiving this Saturday? Can we yeah. do Thanksgiving this Sunday? Can we do Thanksgiving? I don't know why it just has to be one time a year. <laughs> <laughs> I love Thanksgiving. Probably because it's so much work. There's uh, for our family thing, there are a couple of things that I always take and and everybody's, we should make that again. But they don't know that it's a <laughs> stuffing recipe that literally takes hours to do. And so on a regular work week, it's not really that doable. Yeah. Well, I guess I can wait a month. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we hope you have a fantastic Thanksgiving with loved ones. Hopefully COVID doesn't keep you from being with people that you love. And hope you have a great Christmas. You and forgot Halloween. Mom hates I Halloween. Don't. <laughs> Mom truly hates Halloween. <laughs> I really do. I hate it so much. But yeah, no, I'll let Savannah have, wish a happy Halloween. Have a great holiday season, Thanksgiving, Christmas, all the goods, New Year. And yeah. And when the will... New Year rolls around, watch for Let's Talk Cake because we will be back. Yep. Thank you so much, guys. And let's keep talking cake what do I say here (laughs) you you can all talk cake over the season also so (laughs) I'm sure that all of us who do cake will keep talking cake even if the podcast isn't happening so yeah keep talking cake and then we'll come back and we'll all talk cake together again in the new year there we go you got it hey everyone this is producer Corey I just wanted to say thanks for listening Also, subscribe to the podcast and follow the Let's Talk Cake podcast on Instagram so you don't miss out on any content. If you do the challenge this week, tag the podcast in your post, and we'll share it in the next episode. Thanks again, and we'll see you next Tuesday.